Hello and welcome to Women in the Coaching Arena podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Jo Lott, a business mentor and ICF accredited coach, and I help coaches to build brilliant businesses. I know that when you prepare to enter the arena, there is fear, self-doubt, comparison, anxiety, uncertainty, shame. You can tend to armor up and protect yourself from vulnerability, In this podcast, I'll be sharing honest, not hype, practical and emotional tools to support you to make the difference that you're here for. Dare greatly, you belong in this arena. Hello, welcome to the 32nd episode of Women in the Coaching Arena. I am so glad you are here. Today, I'm excited to discuss the mystery behind snagging those buy now buyers and turning interests into investments. So get ready for a 15-minute ride into the minds of your potential clients. We'll cover both selling to individuals and also selling to organizations in this episode. So whichever you are doing, this will be relevant for you. So the first point on this is understanding the awareness journey. Understanding that buyer's journey from oblivious about what you can do for them to buy now is crucial. And this journey has several stages. So the first one is unaware. They have absolutely no idea about their own problems or their pains. They are a bit like what I was when I was going into the workplace and just coming home again. Like that's what I thought I had to do. I wasn't very happy, but I didn't really think about it. I just thought it was normal to feel quite miserable. Most people live their life like that, sadly on autopilot, completely unaware of how miserable they are and that there might be an option to be less miserable. So we start with that unaware place. Next, moving on to problem aware. So now they might recognize the issue. So you know you're seriously unhappy at work, for example, but they might still be clueless about what to do about it and that there are any solutions out there. Like I certainly didn't know anything about career coaching when I was unhappy at my job. So it just shows, even though we as coaches can feel like the whole world's for the coaches and it's all we see, there are so many people out there who probably know nothing about it because they haven't got the same news feed as you on social media. So at this stage, problem aware, they are starting to realize they're unhappy and empathy is key. So if you can speak to their problems, fears, desires, and become a relatable figure, then they will move slightly up the chain to the next step. So the next step is solution aware. They now know solutions exist. Maybe they've seen a post saying, you know, come work with me. I can help you with your unhappy career, for example but they might not know which option is right for them. Maybe they're thinking about a CV writer or just looking on job boards for the same sort of job that they've always had. So this is where your expert guidance comes in. You can showcase the viability of your approach without the hard sell. Once they have moved through that solution aware phase, they move on to product aware. So finally, they understand that you have a viable solution to their problem. So now your message should zero in on why your coaching is the ticket to their transformation. I'm currently running a 
30-day launch plan, and it takes people through all of these phases from unaware, problem-aware, solution-aware to product-aware. So there is a psychological journey. Your buyer goes on to purchase anything. And so the program covers all of these steps systematically. So you really get to see what effective marketing looks like and how you can take that person who's vaguely thinking about buying your thing to answering all their questions, all their fears about doing so, to actually purchasing. What you can do when you want clients now is to really pinpoint and focus on those buy now buyers. So zoning in on those buy now buyers involves stronger calls to action, content that really clarifies their thoughts and excuses for not taking action. It's about showcasing testimonials to show that your solution works. Let's talk about crafting an irresistible message because crafting that message that converts requires a blend of emotion, logic and a dash of urgency. Weaving stories in that your ideal clients can see themselves in, pinpointing that transformation that you can guide them through and combining it with data-backed results and social proof to cover that logical aspect. So we all buy differently. Many people are detail people, but generally most of us buy on emotion and back it up with logic. So emotional posts are really good versus, you know, buy my thing, which yes, we need to do. And I spoke about that in episode 30, how important it is to really know what you are selling. So a winning formula is emotional resonance plus logical assurance plus timely urgency is high conversion. So those limited time offers or bonuses to inject that urgency can really help as well. But I also don't want to make you think that social media is the answer to all of your problems because probably 60 to 70% of my current clients are selling to organizations. So social media isn't always the best option to reach those people. Yes, it might form part of your strategy, but it isn't something that you can rely on to bring in those contracts. So let's move on to navigating that organizational maze now. The key part here is building relationships. So start by creating those relationships, not with just the decision makers, but also with the influencers within the corporation. It's not always the boss of the organization who's the best person to talk to. I once pitched something to the chief executive because, you know, I had access to him and I thought that that would be the best way to go. But he just ignored it for absolutely ages because it wasn't his department. It wasn't that interesting for him, you know, training and development of his staff, which clearly it should have been, but it wasn't. And so eventually I spoke to someone way lower down in the food chain as such who got it signed off literally within a week. So sometimes it's not always good to start at the top and feel like you will get that inning. Sometimes it's about influencing all sorts of people within that same organization. It really helps if you are industry specific for selling to organizations because then you can know what networking events to go to, know what webinars to show up at and blend all of that into your working day. You will also likely need to tailor solutions if you are selling to organizations. So you knowing your offer inside out is sometimes actually a hindrance when selling to an organization because what can happen is 
you switch off really listening to what they want because you are so busy thinking, this is what I want to sell you. And again, I have made this mistake before. I wanted to sell an all-round well-being package to an organization. So I had the idea of videos on mindset and a section on exercise. And I had this whole solution in my head that I thought would be an absolute dream to give someone. But clearly, they didn't think the same. They weren't interested in all-round wellness. They were interested in their must-have-now priorities. So again, through someone else in that same organization, I managed to go in and solve a different problem than the one that I was trying to sell. So it's really about listening to what they want and developing bespoke programs to address those specific organizational pain points. Again, with selling to organizations, case studies and testimonials really help and focusing on those tangible results even more than we do in our normal marketing is really, really useful for organizations. Next up is leveraging educational selling. So organizations adore insights. This is something I work with on my clients a lot, is really generating their influence in their industry. So by providing content that speaks directly to their pain points and potential gains, sharing what other people in their industry are doing, they are interested in that because they want to be that key person of influence in their own industry. Highlighting industry trends, you can position yourself as a thought leader, ensuring that they turn to you when they are seeking solutions. So we've spoke about this a little before, but again, utilizing a multi-touch approach is really, really useful. I went out with some of my clients in London for a dinner last weekend, which was lovely. And I spoke to one of them who just joined and said, like, how did you find me? And she said, I just can't remember. It was just like everywhere I looked, there you were. And I was like, gosh, finally, omnipresent. That's what we're aiming for. So they are maybe seeing you on Instagram. They're also seeing you on LinkedIn. They're also listening to your podcast. They're also receiving emails from you. So everywhere they look, you are there like showing up and then they start thinking, maybe this is a sign. Maybe this person knows what they're talking about. Maybe I should do this thing. So that multi-touch approach really helps no matter whether you are selling to corporate or to individuals. So you can use email campaigns to guide people through the process we talked about from awareness to consideration, providing insights and gradually introducing your offerings. I provide details of exactly how to do this, including templates and exactly how to do the tech for your mailing list in my program, The Business of Coaching. A well underutilized one is actual mail. So because less people are doing real post these days, it's a great way of you standing out. Somebody I know sends an actual gift to someone who isn't a client yet. Like I send gifts to my clients when they sign up to my program. But this was a really interesting viewpoint of sending gifts to people who are in their world, like maybe they haven't bought yet, but sending them a gift anyway and really bringing in those senses. So like what can they taste in the gift? What can they feel? All of those things to really think, wow, you know, this is interesting, this is unique, this is different. Establishing strategic partnerships is another great thing to do. So anyone you already know who perhaps knows someone in that organization, maybe they're already delivering training or workshops, but they haven't got a coaching arm in their offering, 
or even things like accountants who perhaps work in your industry, what other contractors your ideal client is connected with and think about if there is a way of you building relationships with them. So peeling through these layers is an intricate dance, yet with that precision, value and strategic movement, you can navigate through the maze and gain those clients. Let's summarize today's episode. First, we talked about understanding the awareness journey from unaware to problem aware to solution aware and finally product aware. We talked about pinpointing buy now buyers and the sort of content that will attract those people. We talked about crafting your irresistible message and how to blend emotion, logic and urgency into your content. We then moved on to navigating the organisational maze as such. So how this approach may apply to selling to organisations, building relationships, tailoring your solutions and bringing in case studies. We talked about leveraging educational selling, especially for organisations and becoming that go-to expert in your industry-specific niche. We talked about utilising a multi-touch approach. How can you become omnipresent so everywhere they look, you are there? And finally, we talked about establishing strategic partnerships. How can you build those relationships with other people who may know people who you want to know. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. Do drop me a line on LinkedIn if this was helpful. I would love to hear from you. If you want me to help you to actually build your business and really implement the stuff because there is a lot of knowledge, but the key is implementing and making it relevant to you. So you move forward and you implement, then that's what I do in my program, The Business of Coaching. You will find the link in the show notes. Thank you for joining me today. I know your time is valuable and I appreciate you for tuning in. So as I say at the end of every episode, trust yourself, believe in yourself and be the wise gardener who keeps on watering the seed. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Women in the Coaching Arena. I have a mass of free resources on my website, joannalotcoaching.com. That's Joanna with an A and Lot with two Ts, joannalotcoaching.com. And I'll also put links in the show notes below. Let me know if you found this episode useful, share it with a friend and leave me a review and I will personally thank you for that. Remember to trust yourself, believe in yourself and be the wise gardener who keeps on watering the seed. Get into the arena, dare greatly 